0: Well, everybody, thanks a lot for coming out to yet another live at the Grafton. And I'm especially pleased to have Mark Dvorak here with us, because he's been part of this since the very beginning. He was the one who suggested it and tipped me off that there was an open night here, and we're very glad to have Mark finally. And he's, he's sat in a few times, so now we've got him uh, under the, the questioner's gaze right now. So, Mark's going to play a couple of songs and I'm going to come back and we'll talk. Thanks, everybody, so much for coming out. We're really glad to have you.
1: Born an only child, she grew up running wild with the howling wind on the Texas panhandle plain. She married young, like her mama done. And when her man pulled out, he left her nothing but the bills and pain. And so she gave her soul to the wild oat seed. To the open road like a tumbleweed she loves to roam my rose of Jericho she never talks too much about her life and such or what she has to do to get her groceries and her rent. She's still a girl, and it's a cold, hard world. And a broken dream is all her hometown ever meant. And so she gave her soul to the wild oats To the open road like a tumbleweed She loves to roam My rose of Jericho did the best I could I tried to raise her good it's hard to put down roots in a two-bit town like this each night I pray I hope that she's okay and where the devil she is I can only guess. If she'll settle down Find an honest man Or come back around I miss my rose My rose of Jericho She gave her soul To the wild oat seed To the open road Like a tumbleweed She loves to roam My rose of Jericho She loves to roam, my rose of Jericho Won't you come back home, my rose of Jericho Here today on this blessed occasion to meet all my friends in a happy reunion here i stand on my own as a new morning breaks and i have walked every step of the way i have wandered so long in the darkness of my prison i have fallen and failed Beneath my weary burden I have looked for the light I stood up just to say I have walked every step of the way I have walked every step of the way I have walked every step of the way way. Tell the people I've come here to stay Tell them I walked every step of the way. Every fear. Like a cloud casts a shadow sure to freeze me Every Um. devil desire will burn me then release me With my heart, with my hand, and with every breath I take I will walk every step of the way Tell the one that I love there will never be another Tell the liars and thieves they didn't need to bother tell the ones who i owe my debts will be repaid i have walked every step of the way i have walked every step of the way i have walked every step of the way tell the people i've come here to stay tell them i walked every step of the way There is no easy road to the kingdom of salvation You must carry the load to your final destination You must never turn back You must not be ashamed You must walk every step of the way I have walked every step of the way I have walked every step of the way Tell the people I've come here to stay, tell them I walked every step of the way. Tell the people I've come here to stay, tell them I walked every step of the way.
0: Thanks a lot for coming by. Hey,
1: Dan, it's good
0: to be with you, man. Yes. How you doing? Doing okay. How about you? Okay is good these days. <laughs> yep. Good to be with you. Yep. Uh, I think one thing I always like to talk about is when, when did you kind of find folk music? Was it around you as a kid growing up, or no. did you have to seek it out? Um, well,
1: <clears throat> I mean, it was around, and, um, you know, there was... Peter Paul and Mary, and John Denver, and even Bob Dylan and Gordon Lightfoot—they were on the radio, and um, and uh, and, uh, and and that that sort of thing caught my ear early on. I love Bob Dylan. You know, I first uh, first record I bought was uh, well, first record I bought was the Beatles' *Yellow Submarine* album when I was about eight, and my brother wanted it, and he talked me into it because. That didn't count. <laughs> the, one I, the one I wanted was, uh, was uh, the Bob Dylan album, the freewheeling Bob Dylan with Blowing in the Wind and, and uh, don't, don't Think, think Twice. twice right? Oh, man. I just, I just wanted, in those years, I wanted to get a girlfriend so I could break up with her and then sing her that song. You know? <laughs>
0: you weren't the only one, I yeah, <laughs> Yeah.
1: yeah. And uh, so, you know, like lots of people, I mean, we come to music through the things we hear on the radio and the things our friends like. We try different uh, kinds of songs. And I like rock music, too. And I, I always thought, like, Led Zeppelin was just out of this world, you know? But I always kept going back to, you know, I, I just, here's a record of Bob Dylan in some studio in New York. With his songs, his guitar, and his his beautiful voice, mm-hmm. you know I think he's a beautiful singer, and and it always uh, seemed to me that if you got enough amplifiers and musicians, you could make a big sound, and and uh, and I said, well, let's start here, uh-huh. you know, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then of course when um, I I was uh, 1979, I think 1979 and. And I just uh, taken uh, completed my training as a hobo by 1979. We, me and a couple friends, we spent a couple years just bumming around, and by motorcycle and car, and and, uh, and uh, we actually even uh, hopped on a freight train, and uh, we were gonna go to uh, we were gonna go to Nashville on a freight train, and. Um, we got on in uh, Champaign Urbana, and then uh, about 20 miles later, the train stopped and <laughs> and dis- disconnected the cars <laughs> we were in, and,
2: <laughs>
1: and we made it as far as uh, we made it as far as Carbondale by hitchhiking, <laughs> and I knew a girl there that I w- w- wanted to break up with, even though we weren't. We weren't a couple. I said, well, maybe we can be a couple this weekend, and then I'll break up with her. Then I can sing Don't Think Twice. It's all right. And it turns out she was back home in Chicago visiting her family, but we got to stay with her, her friend and uh, a woman who uh, was deceased shortly thereafter. She snuck us in the women's dorm. And, and, um, and uh, it was a kind of a Christian women's dorm which I was, I'm conflicted about to this day, because, you know, she did the Christian thing, but I'm going, how Christian can she be if she's sneaking men in? <laughs>
2: but
1: anyway, so then, we're, then we decide we're going back to Champaign-Urbana, and we get on another freight train in Centralia, Illinois, and, um, and, uh, and then when the train stopped, we were in East St. Louis, <laughs> Illinois, and... Uh, And uh, this lady, this immense uh, African-American woman bus driver, we get on the bus, and she looks at these two little white scrawny kids getting on the bus, she goes, what are you doing here? (laughs) She goes, you get on here, you don't say a word, you sit right behind me, and when I finish my run, I'll take you out of here, you know? And, uh... (laughs) <laughs> what was the question?
0: Uh, <laughs> it, it must have been a good one if it got that out of it. Oh, uh, uh, folk music, you know? I still want to hear the, the rest of your adventure. Did you make it home? Nashville? We made it Where'd home. and uh, We made it home. We never made it to Nashville.
1: We hitchhiked back to Champaign-Urbana. We spent the night in St. Louis. We spent all our money on a hotel room and made it back home. And, and in a way, that, that, that was the adventure. You know, that was... Uh, My friend was going to college in uh, Champaign, so I used to hightail down there and we'd we'd listen to music and there was little music parties and I was just beginning the guitar then. And I just, uh, it was just so different to be in a a college town from, uh, you know, I grew up in Cicero, Illinois, and then our family later moved to the Grange and we were working people and, you know, and very modest in our and our and our comforts and you know loving family but you know and and now i'm getting a little older and i have things to look back on you know and and you have a perspective that part of me thinks like what a brave little guy i was you know mm-hmm. and then part of me goes what a dope
2: you know <laughs>
1: <laughs> i can't decide some days it's one some days it's the other but i think you know that is the evidence of of an authentic adventure in the mm-hmm. arts. Uh, there, it's, not, it's not binary code, you mm-hmm. know? You're always wrong.
2: <laughs> You're always
1: wrong. But once in a while, you mm-hmm. get there. Once in a while, you get there. And, and then you, you remember and why you were drawn to this. And, and, um, and, and there's a thing that I learned about, I'm learning about is in life, there's a thing that is resonant resonant resonance mm-hmm. and and music is all about that, you know and so now, when I practice, I just try to be in tune and get things to ring, and I've been working on my singing a little more and trying to get 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 it together you know and and now I'm old enough now to know that you're not gonna get there I'm not going to get there, but i'm gonna open up each, each
0: time I sit down to play. and You'll make it to East St. Louis at least.
1: Never again.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. do, do, do you have any kind of, uh, maybe some rail, a railroad song or something you could play for us? To... No, no, I don't have
1: any railroad songs. That's... You know, there was a guy who's a good friend of mine. His name was Larry Penn. His name still is Larry Penn, but he's no longer and uh, and he was a real historian of railroads, and and he was uh, oh, you know what? I think I can come up with one actually. And uh, but he knew all about the railroads and the facts, and he knew how many wheels run every train. He knew what kind of machine put the rivets and where the boilers were made. And and to be honest with you, I, you know, I, some I don't I. I I'm a romantic about it, you know? I just love the poetry and the imagery of it, and I learn enough about it. Sometimes you get curious about the details, the historical details, but, you know, the more I learn about history, it's it's, it's all made up by somebody, you know? Because the people who won the war have a completely different story than the people who lost the right. war, you know? <laughs> yeah. And um, And so, you know, but... This is a really a hobo song mm-hmm. and um, and I remember uh, it was that same uh, autumn we got home a different friend we were traveling the country by motorcycle and you know we, we kept trying to run away from home but we kept coming back <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't believe how smart my parents got each time I returned mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they were right <laughs> and a friend of mine... Uh, one of his friends was getting married and, uh, and he had a bachelor party and for his bachelor party he wanted to go listen to uh, some folk music, gives you an idea of the kind of swinging people I was hanging around with in those days and, um, and so they, we went to this concert in uh, Chicago at a new venue called Stages Music Hall on, on North Lincoln, it's something now, is it Metro, Cabaret Metro could um, that's on Clark yeah that might be it yeah, uh-huh. Big hall you know and mm-hmm. and, um, and um, Utah Phillips and Fred Holstein were playing and I'd heard of Utah Phillips in fact I had the Utah Phillips songbook because he used to come to Champaign all the time to play Champaign or Ben I was never there when he was performing but all my friends loved Utah Phillips so I bought his records and started learning his songs. And I'd always heard of Fred Holstein, but I'd never seen him perform. So we went to Stages Music Hall, and um, <coughs> and I, we were just old enough uh, to 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 uh, purchase alcohol legally and uh, and uh, you know, dope. You know, <laughs> but we had a good party, and we sat right in the front row, and. And Fred opened for Utah Phillips, and this was the song he opened with, and,
2: you
1: know. When I look at my brown suitcase, and I think of all the places that I've been, Prison guards in the railroad yards and the dumpsty little towns along the stem. And the whispering of the people as they watch every move that I go through. I remember all these things mostly, I remember loving you. I remember loving you back when the world was new. I think you loved me, too. I remember loving you. Now the buckskin smelt, so the people tell, as we huddled in the boxcars from the rain. Fashion light that cut the night And the railroad cop hauled us off the train When the winter's cold and the norther blows We huddle in those boxcars till we're blue I remember all these things But mostly I remember loving I remember world was where the frozen sleet comes soaking through the cardboard in my shoe. All oh, the promised land might be a place where a man could find free cigarettes and booze. In the alleyways full of ragged strays, the doorway whine we'd tell our troubles to. Things, but mostly I remember loving you. I remember loving you back when. of time listening to Fred Holstein play after that night and, and it really proved uh, something to me about the music that would uh, capture my attention is uh, before that night everybody I listened to was on a record or you saved all your money to go to a big stadium to watch some big star or it was in the neighborhood where everybody was still learning and it was I think crappy music. You know, we were all learning, but but here were here was adults, men, sitting there with one guitar. wasn't a band, and they knew things. They they knew things. They knew stories about living, the, mm-hmm. and they were living the kind of life that I felt I was missing. You know, and so I wanted to be like Fred Holstein and and Utah Phillips and and on and on as you. Become introduced to different artists, and and um, you know, I I, like I said earlier, I'm not so sure it was a good idea, (laughs) but it's the one that happened. Right. And and uh, and I think the thing that gave my life in music uh, kind of a a grounding was the building next door, the Old Town Mm -hmm. School of Folk Music. uh, Teaching is a way to to to. uh, Involve yourself in craft, mm-hmm. right? In order to teach somebody something, you have to, you have to go learn about it and art, be able to articulate it. And, and, um, and, uh, and through all the years of teaching and playing, you build up this catalog of references, right? People, times, real history, people's history. And, uh, and all of a sudden, your music starts ringing with some... Mm-hmm. Sense of authority. I love that word, authority. authority. Author, author, mm-hmm. author, right? Not the boss, the author, uh-huh. and uh, and uh, you know, and a lot of things started by listening to Fred Holstein. Well,
0: what what exactly you know you say that way of life of Fred and Utah Phillips? Yeah. What what did what did that mean to you? Do you think? you Think you imagined it accurately at that when you were looking at them and and well, what it's, was it? It's, about? it's sort of
1: uncanny, and it, as is. I've been doing this 30 years now, and and I can't some days I can't believe it, you know, like how did you how did how did this happen, mm-hmm. you know, and and then other days, you know, knowing that when I was getting involved in music, the whole folk thing was going away, and mm-hmm. and um. Uh, Aside from us at the Grafton here in Chicago, Illinois, it's pretty much gone, you know? <laughs> and, uh, well, all over the country there's little pockets of people who enjoy this. And it just, you know, the next thing always happens, mm-hmm. and you have to
0: be ready for it. and. Um, what was the question? I was asking, what did you imagine when you imagined that they were living oh, a more authentic yeah, yeah. life? Oh, I, and so I, here's,
1: on. What, here's what, was what I imagine. I imagined when I got out of Chicago, there would be pristine valleys and farms like in the John Steinbeck novel, and there'd be Okies standing in the that needed a ride, and there'd be... I'd get to meet John Henry, and we'd, we'd talk about hammers, you know, and... And you get out on the road, right? You get out on the road, and man, how exciting was that? I'm not working today, I'm on the road, Mm -hmm. right? Here's the road you got your Motel 6, you got your Super 8, you got your Chi Chi's, your Arby's. Don't play the Subway card too soon, you might have to eat one again tomorrow. You know, and, and it's Joel, my friend Joel Mabus uh, was friends with Steve Goodman and, and he quoted Steve's advice about traveling, he says on the road, treat yourself well or you will grow to hate it very quickly mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and believe me, I do <laughs> <laughs> And but you know what, I just drove back from Tennessee today with my friends Peggy and Maura were down our, my 19th year at the home place pick and party and your 17th and we have a whole family down there, and um, and and it's a long drive. You know, mm-hmm. it was 475 miles today, and um, but I'm going down there. It's a long drive down, and but then you get to play. Uh-huh. There you go, and you and 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 as time goes by, it used to be the adventure of getting there was the adventure, <laughs> and then the time to play came, and I'd get nervous, and uh-huh. there'd be some. There, Joel (coughs) Mabus would walk in by, and I go, "Oh, there he is." What if he listens? You know, this whole this whole business of where do I fit in? Will they like me? You know, I spent a lot of years, and I think every performer spends a lot of time, almost like a little puppy dog in a pet shop. You know, choose me, choose me. You know, and and but after a while, you realize, you know, after you've stayed in the hotels and eat bad food, you go. You go there to play. Mm-hmm. You go there to interact with people. You go mm-hmm. there to find harmony, and and um, and then so the drive home was quite pleasant today. Uh-huh. You know, in a sense, because I felt like, you know, we renewed a very valuable friendship mm-hmm. again this year. We made some really good music, and there was a nice turnout for that small little event, and um, and then you, you know and. Uh, and here we are tonight, yeah. and then, then I'll
0: get a little sleep, and we'll do it again tomorrow.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, one person whom I know that you got to know when you were developing as a musician was uh, Wynn Strackey. Could you yes. talk a little bit about how you, how you got in touch with him and about uh-huh. that relationship? Well, Wynn... Um... And for those who, you know, a lot of people in this room probably know who he is, but maybe someone mm-hmm. listening later might sure, not. Sure. So. Talk a little well, bit about him. When I came as a student at the Old Town School, it
1: was that same year, 1979. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I signed up for... Uh, I w- you know, I was a horrible student in, in high school, and I had a very uh, limited uh, college career. I think it was about 18 weeks. And, um, and, um, and so... Uh, I mean, to this day, I have a... I have this uh, sort of social anxiety, you know, like I, and I've gone into this school and my, my parents were like, he's gonna do what? You know, he's gonna, he's gonna do what? <laughs> and he's gonna take guitar classes, you know? And I clipped out a thing in the newspaper. You could sign up and mail it in you know, from the newspaper. And I mailed it in, I think it was $25 for eight weeks. Well, the classes weren't as good as they are now, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and I went down to the school for opening night and, and I got there early and I was scared and I was ex- also excited and I remember telling myself, you know, this time I'm going to practice. I'm going to do everything the teacher tells me, and you know, and I, that lasts about ten minutes, you know and, but what 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 got me was, oh, there was this place it wasn't like school there was they were hippies, you know, and there weren't there weren't any rules, you know and 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 the girls were beautiful, you know, and everybody was. They were probably stoned, but I didn't, you know, I didn't know. I was like 19 years old or something, 20 years old. And, um, but it was so exciting, and I thought that was the first glimmer that i go going, I could do this. Mm-hmm. I could get good enough to be here. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't have to, like my friends had garage bands, and they're all going to make it, and I'm going, I don't want to make nothing. You know, I, uh-huh. I just want to fit in somewhere. Well, and I remember seeing those beautiful portraits that Peggy Lipschutes made of Pete Seeger, Woody Guthrie, and Big Bill. And I knew, recognized Woody and Pete, I didn't know who the, the black gentleman was, and that was Big Bill. I thought it was probably Lead Belly, you know. Mm-hmm. It was about the extent of my knowledge. and um, and But later on, I learned about Wynn, uh-huh. who was the founder. And as I kept l- learning about music in the Chicago... I mean, I like Steve Goodman. I love John Prine. We learned all their songs. John Prines were easier to learn. <laughs> and um, and then that time we saw Fred. Uh-huh. You know, this, this local scene began to unfold, and, and I realized if you grew up in the Appalachian Mountains, the old people that played the banjo and the fiddle, those are the people you'd learn from. Or if you grew up in the Delta, you'd find the old guys that played the blues, or you'd find the women who knew all the gospel songs, and, and I didn't grow up in those places. I grew up in Chicago, and this was my source. Mm-hmm. So I made it my business to learn as much as I could about these teaching artists, mm-hmm. right? And Big Bill was a teaching artist, and the great Fleming Brown, the banjo player, he, he, he knocked me out. I a friend gave me his record. Fred Holstein gave my friend the record. She gave it to me. Mm-hmm. And I, and I go, you know. Fred said, "Tell your friend to, to listen to this." Mm-hmm. You know, holy cow, I couldn't believe my ears, and and uh, you know, and it 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 makes a, a profound change in your life, and uh, you know. And I remember my mom telling me, "Are you are you thinking about going to a real school?" You know. <laughs> <laughs> I go, and I'd actually be honest with you, I didn't last at the old town school for very long. I took. Uh, uh, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April. Uh-huh. That was it. And my teacher was a guy named Mike Dunbar who I got to meet again recently and we did a little interview for StoryCorps, which was really sweet. He was an outstanding teacher and and to this day, the, the little time I was in his class, I, I draw on his his expertise, mm-hmm. his he was so cool and fun in class and attentive to every little need. And so it was a great influence. And that's where the, the momentum mm-hmm. began, that, Where that, that I began imagining that I will find some place in music for mm-hmm. myself. And that was a very welcoming thought. And how, how did you uh, find Wynne. Uh, Win? Uh, well, I started learning about him and then realized that he was not only a, a, a pioneer in adult music education, because the school was conceived as a place unlike a conservatory. And, and then he was also politically very progressive, and during the years on house and on American activities, he lost his broadcast position. And he uh, then, uh, said, well, now that I've got a little time on my hands, maybe I'll start that music school, you know? <laughs> and he did. And so I would already been teaching for about six or seven years at school, and there was some anniversary concert. I think it was Sing Out Magazine's 35th anniversary concert, and they were doing them all over the country. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pete Seeger was headlining all of the shows. And so when it came to Chicago, he invited Wynn to come on stage and part of the finale they got a bunch of us from faculty to come sing a bunch of songs with the cast and I was fortunate enough to be on a microphone with Pete Seeger and we sang a verse to this land it was made for you and me together which is very memorable and And Wynn did a few songs on the program but he had a broken hip years ago and he didn't get around too well mm-hmm. and I looked over in the wings of the stage and he was sitting there under this light, you know, on the ropes and the sandbags and all that, just leaning on his cane, on his cane, with his eyes closed, mm-hmm. listening. And I go, there he is, you know. And after the concert, everybody went to talk, and I went over to Win, and I mm-hmm. introduced myself. And uh, he said, uh, "Well, why don't you give me a call sometime? We'll have lunch." I said, well, "Where do I call you?" He goes, "It's in the book." <laughs> I go under what. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and he lived at the North Shore Retirement Hotel in Evanston. Uh-huh. And so I called him up. And he was he was a pure gentleman and and I and the assignment was I was to interview him and write an article for the uh, Old Town School newsletter and uh, so we became friends after that and and I would I visited him a number of times and and then later he allowed that he I could record him singing and mm-hmm. And uh, a lovely, lovely man, and uh, and and to make a connection with him, really, he and both Fra- he and Frank Hamilton both uh-huh. were the main founders of the school, along with Gertrude Solkert and Don Greening, and 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 uh, Ted Johnson, a, a bunch of others. But it gave me a a place from which to 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 um, come from. Mm-hmm. And I, I had a point of view. I had a as, it, as someone who wanted to be a teacher and a performing artist, it gave me a place to be from. You
0: know? You're know, you part of that lineage of those people. That's yeah. right, mm-hmm. that's right.
1: And link on the chain, you know, and I felt I had a good one. And so that's how I met Wynn. And, uh, and then later I got to know his family, mm-hmm. Jane. And Bill, is Bill, J- Jane's husband? Is, I think her name's Bill.
0: uh, sounds like you got a song there going or never one far away
1: (laughs) here I got one we can sing together I'm making a new record if anyone wants to
0: buy one now that's how Mark Twain used to sell his books get the money first oh Kisses sweeter than
1: one Oh Kisses sweeter than
2: one
1: When I was a young man I'd never been kissed I got to thinking over What I had missed I got me a girl I kissed her and then Oh Lord I kissed her again Oh Kiss is sweeter than wine. Oh, kiss is sweeter than wine. I asked her to marry to be my sweet wife, and we could be so happy all of our lives. I begged, I pleaded like a natural man, and then, oh Lord, she gave me her hand. Oh. Kiss is sweeter than wine. Oh, kiss is sweeter than wine. I worked mighty hard, so did my wife. A working hand in hand, we made a good life. With corn in the fields and wheat in the bin, I was, oh Lord. Father of twins oh kiss is sweeter than wine oh kiss is sweeter than Just about four They all had sweethearts Knocking
2: at the door
1: They all got married They didn't hesitate I was, oh, Lord Grandfather of eight All Kisses Sweeter than
2: one
1: All Kisses Sweeter now we are old and ready to go we get to thinking what happened a long time ago had a lot of kids trouble and pain but oh lord we do it again oh kisses sweet Pete Seeger had this wonderful quote I stumbled into the other day, and I'm trying to put a new uh, album together. And he, uh, his great book called uh, The Incomplete Folk Singer, it opens up with, I call them all love songs. Love of country, love of man and woman, love of truth, love of the unknown. I call them all love songs. So with that theme in mind, um, I'm putting together a bunch of songs. Some are new, and, uh, and I'm going to have that one on there for sure, The Beautiful Love Story, and, and I'm going to put this one on there too. This was uh, inspired by the, the songs of the great Woody Guthrie. This is called This Train Ain't Bound for Glory Anymore. heard Woody Guthrie sing a song for everyone. This land was made for you and me. He sang about a better world that was gonna come and pastures of plenty always free. But a picture from life's other side is all I ever see Hard traveling is how it's gonna be The gambling man's still rich and the working folks are poor And this train ain't bound for glory anymore This train ain't bound for glory anymore the do re me don't trickle down like they said it would wall street keeps on getting more and more with so many little homes for sale in our neighborhood this train ain't bound for glory anymore this train ain't bound for glory anymore We've been sticking to the Union. We've been sticking to our guns. Mister, we've been busted one by one. No bugle call for peace, just another dirty little war. And this train ain't bound for glory anymore. This train ain't bound for glory anymore. Bags to look for work somewhere down the road. Kissed my wife at the railway station door. And I heard the blind conductor call, everybody, get on board. This train ain't bound for glory anymore. This train ain't bound for glory anymore. And this land was made for you and me.
0: Is that one of
1: yours? Yeah, that's a new one. Uh huh. Well, I guess it's a couple of years old, but I'm just
0: getting around to learning it. <laughs> The time seems right yep <laughs> well let, let me ask you when you when you play a song like that, when I hear you play it, yeah. I, I get a little sad. do you get sad? you feel each song when you play it I them, was the born ones?
2: sad,
1: I was born sad Dan, and it gets sadder every day. <laughs> then every so often we get in tune and everything's good for a while uh-huh yeah, and that's how the world
0: changes by the way you know you, you on that same note, I think I heard you say when you were younger. You had some social anxiety and stuff like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And how, how does that square with getting on a stage, playing for well, people, it, having be, them sing with well, you, stuff like that? Well, that's the safest
1: place in the world. Uh huh. Why is that? Because you don't have to talk to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> you just say what's on your mind, and you and you and and when you get nervous, you just start doing. You just start. You, you can hide behind. Uh huh. <laughs> I think I think there's something to that. I mean, you know, each of us has has a reclusive side to us, mm-hmm. and 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 I think over the years I realized I, I spend an, an inordinate amount of time by myself. You know, traveling and 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 um, and working on music at home at, mm-hmm. in. I always envisioned I'd have this group of friends that we all got into music together, and, and we'd all be like Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, and we'd dig a canyon somewhere in Lagrange, Illinois, and we'd have our own <laughs> Topanga Canyon or something. And but we'd all hang out and write songs together, and 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 swap girlfriends every six months or something. And I don't know how they did it out there, but and um, you know, and and and. And the reality of it is, 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 you know, the arts, I guess any profession, is, uh, any calling, any vocation, I love the word vocation, mm-hmm. it's you. Uh-huh. <laughs> you take a step in that direction and you take another one, you take another one and, and, and in some ways it feels like you know when you're, you're going the way you're supposed to. And the unfortunate thing is your family and, and some of your friends, they can't see it. Right. and and you're going and you make these choices and and it it can upset people and it can hurt people mm-hmm. you know and you have to decide and and it's hard to explain mm-hmm. you know it's hard to explain and uh, and uh, and and but I think there's something healthy about about being developing a sense of reserve uh-huh. because you have to be able to watch things in order to for something to be figured out back there, you know?
0: As, a, as an artist, you have to be a little separate? I think so. Uh-huh. Isn't that how they do it? How, isn't that know, how they do it downtown? <laughs> Joseph Conrad or somebody says something like that. Joseph uh, Campbell. Campbell. That's Joseph yep. Conrad, might have that said it. That was Robert too, Conrad. He was in the, the Black Joseph Sheep sco- Squadron. <laughs> he was smart, too. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, when you were saying people, you know, don't always... Appreciate your choices to kind of go into well, you know, they don't music understand or things. Them, they, you know, I mean, was there a certain point where you decided you were going to stop trying to yeah. convince people? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There. I there remember. A moment.
1: I remember. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of moments, but you get James Taylor talked about that. The guy asked him on an interview of how he developed such a unique and intricate guitar style. He goes, "You don't understand." I heard all these people doing this thing called Travis picking, mm-hmm. he goes, and a guy showed it to me. I couldn't do it, mm-hmm. but I just went off and I had to work it out. Mm-hmm. He goes, and 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 it's not like you're you're like when you're giving piano lessons, you have to have this page completed by next Tuesday. He goes, you don't understand. He said, this thing gets in you, and you can't put the damn thing down, mm-hmm. and and it it takes takes over uh-huh. something. And, and it's very, very exciting. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like, I heard this guy talking one time that he he actually practiced for eight hours in one day. Uh-huh. And, uh, and think about that. Have you ever practiced eight hours in one day? Maybe at something. In my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that many times, right. you know. And and it gets you, uh-huh. and and then and then you go, then then you're getting somewhere on the guitar, and then you hear a guy play a banjo, mm-hmm. and you go, oh my God, you know, I got to get one of those, you know, <laughs> Pete Seeger, you know, right. you gonna play the banjo, so you know, and I think slowly comes your dedication, and you realize
0: your you're, your boat's far from shore now, uh, and there's no, there's no way back, back, you know, <laughs> yeah. You want, you want to do another another guitar song, a yeah, banjo wanna song? Yeah, I want to do a, do like a Towns got... Van Zant song right now. That sounds perfect. I
1: love Towns, and I got to see him at the Earl of Old Town, uh, and he was he was gone for a while, and then he came back, pretty healthy, and and he came and played at the Earl of Old Town. It was a winter, or it was a spring day, late, early spring, and. And he had just wore moccasins, and in Chicago we got like six inches of snow. And, and we're in the Earl of Old Town before it closed, and there was about eight people in there listening to Towns, and mm-hmm. we sat right in the front, and he sat with us during his break and talked, and, and I asked him about Poncho and Lefty, and, and he said the coolest thing. He goes, I asked him, you know, what, could, what is that song really about? You know, I've heard so many things, and he goes, man, it's what you think it's about, <laughs> which is a really great answer. And uh, but I want to try this one that he he uh, in Houston was where Lightning Hopkins lived, and in town's borrowed this guitar piece from Lightning Hopkins, but he wrote his his own words. It's called Brand New Companion. This time, yes, I got a brand new companion. Man, I'm gonna do my best. This time, she cools me with her breathing, chases away them howling bottles of wine. You know she fits just like my guitar Man, she's near as tall as me She fits just like my guitar Man, she's near as tall as me She says she's from the D train her oh lord, she's Texas, as can be. Disposition. Oh, she's gentle as can be. She's got a homespun disposition. She's gentle as can be. She's got a head full of rattlesnakes. And oh, Lord, she's got legs like a willow in the breeze. companion. Man, I'm gonna do my best this time. I got a brand new companion. Man, I'm gonna do my best this time. She cools me with her breathing, Way them howling bottles of wine.
0: Yeah. It's blues, Mark, and it's a great song, yeah. you know. I, I I think about somebody like. Towns Van Zandt, and you kind of think of someone who kind of had some demons after him or with him, and it's not the image, I think, of a, most of the Old Town School folk singers. <laughs> well. As far as I know, maybe you know more than me. Well, maybe, maybe we ought to have a real interview show one day. you <laughs> do <laughs> the anonymous well, right. one.
1: But you're right, because... You know earlier I said you know teaching is is a thing that grounds you uh-huh. and if you if you don't if you don't have a you don't have something to return to that has a day and a time attached to it uh-huh. you know Tuesday at eight o'clock I know I'm at the old town school and mm-hmm. and then Tuesday morning I'm thinking about all my students and where you know friends of mine who live on the road they just uh-huh. play gigs and and God bless them and and but um, you get lost. You can get lost in that uh-huh. too, you know. And, and it's such a precarious thing because, um, you know, I I met other people who they have their they'll play husband and wife or a couple, mm-hmm. and, and and they're they're looking for balance and they want to have a healthy relationship and healthy music and, and 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 so they wind up writing songs about their puppy. Because it's safe, you it's know. Safe, right? You know what I'm saying, and it, uh-huh. and Nothing and scary to yeah. I mean, and I don't mean whatever, to be critical right? of that, but where a guy like Towns, for example, he said, "Here's the subject. I'm gonna go get it." You know, mm-hmm. Greg Brown's the same way, uh-huh. you know. Yeah, he he. I heard him uh, talk about songwriting uh, a couple autumns ago, and and somebody asked the question, "What do you do when you get when you get stuck?" And uh, he said, uh, "He said, oh, I like those." <laughs> he goes i you know i i when i get stuck i i go, i go in another room have a cigarette and i go you're going down <laughs> you know and he attacks war. the thing uh-huh. you know he attacks it and and i and i think um and so i don't know yeah you're right about the old town school's pretty healthy
0: atmosphere here and and refreshing in a lot of ways mm-hmm. and and uh is there have you ever caught yourself saying Wait a minute! I'm not. I'm not going to follow that song. You you catch yourself once you think it's going um, too far, dark and dark. No, or, I'm working. Is, on you're working on that, on I'm i working on that one, one right now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> well, no, I. You know, I think there. You know, there is a there is a thing to the darkness, mm-hmm. and, and um and I you know I really believe this where. Uh, you know, my entire life, when I was growing up, and I had. Parents and teachers and counselors, and you have to be positive. You have to mm-hmm. be positive. And the real answer is, you have to be positive and negative. Mm-hmm. You're not complete. Right. If you're only negative, you're not complete. If you're only positive, and if you're only negative, you're annoying. Mm-hmm. If you're only <laughs> positive, you're boring. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, that was simplistic, right. which is a whole other category. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so. You know and, and I, think, I think the arts allow us an avenue to our 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 dark sides, mm-hmm. and it allows an expression and that, that song's a great example of mm-hmm. it it's, it's, it's not it's not a, a filthy or mm-hmm. obscene or anything, right. but it's suggestive, you uh-huh. know and, right. and, and and just in those few words, the guy singing it. You know, I got a brand new companion. I'm going to do my best this time. You know, he's like, he's had a few shots at it. it There's some history behind those lines, Yeah, you know, and how about that line, you know? He's got a head full of rattlesnakes, legs like a willow in the breeze. Mm -hmm. I mean, did you ever, did you ever meet anybody that had legs like a willow (laughs) in the breeze?
0: You're not allowed to ask me questions. You're not being...
1: (laughs) <laughs> you're not being positive, Dan. <laughs> but you know that's an image, you know, right. and it's a reference in my mind. I a reference for it, and I, you know, that's why I like that song. It says it better than I could ever mm-hmm. say it,
0: you know. What What are you? You're working on some songs now. Yeah. What? Uh, you You start with a goal. You start with a line, a melody. How do you get into a song?
1: Um, boy, that's a good question. And everybody, I guess, has a similar answers. Parts of it come at the same time, and 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 I've been lucky enough where whole big chunks came right away. And, mm-hmm. But it seems like uh, that reservoir is pretty well dried up. So I'm just trying new ideas and new things, and I've got a bunch of unfinished things I want to go back and tackle them and see if I can get them going again. And um, and, and and this next. Collection of songs is most of them I haven't written. You know, I think I'll have about five or six on there that I wrote, and, and um, but I, that's okay. There are ones I perform a lot, and one, songs I really admire. Be a Lead Belly song on there, Pete song, you know, a couple of Pete's. and and um, you know I'm looking for that that balance, and and one of one of the criticisms I've had of my records and. Is, is they're they're all over the place, mm-hmm. you know. There's a lot of variety, and I go, oh, I like that, you uh-huh. know. I, you know, I I like lots of different kinds of songs and different kinds. Of, I mean, I'm a I'm a child of Pete Seeger and the Weavers, and everything they did was different, mm-hmm. you know. And they did topical songs and love songs and blues, and I don't really do foreign languages mm-hmm.
0: too well, but. Is there a a song you're kind of working on for the album you can share with us? Yeah, this is the one right here. This is it.
1: All right. This is a great one. This is written by a guy named Johnny Doohan of whom I know nothing but I heard Mary Black sing it on a TV show years and years ago and... uh, Live in harmony Sorry We don't always Live in harmony There are times When we are enemies I fight with you You fight with me Triumph the balance right Sometimes we cause each other pain Sometimes our wills are not the same Often we tire of the strain Trying to get the balance right Life A circus pair high up in the air working on their act. We need that kind of pact. High above the ring, watch them balancing. See how they unite We too can get it right We don't always seem to get along Sometimes one of us will act too strong And then we find we are going wrong Trying to get the balance right Pair high up in the air, working on our act. We need that kind of pact. High above the ring, watch them balancing. See how they unite. We too can get it right. And we don't always live in harmony. And there are times when we are enemies. But I love you, and you love me. Yeah. The balance, right?
0: I'd hate to be you playing that by myself in the bedroom somewhere. That's heavy. That's, that's heavy, that goes that's heavy yeah. There this album's
1: going to cost a little more too.
2: It's going to be $12.
1: Uh-huh.
0: It's a $12 record.
2: Twelve fifty. Yeah. yeah, that's
0: right. <laughs> um, well, I wanted to talk to you also about teaching. I've taken a cl- yeah. you know, class with you and a lot of people here have, I'm sure. and. I think it's apparent you have a talent for it. You wow. seem to know how to kind of... You, I feel like you kind of play the class sort of like a, an orchestra. You kind of get a sense of who's who and sort of... <laughs> Keep
2: talking, man. Keep <laughs> <it>. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs>
1: yeah. You know, teaching teaching is the single most humbling thing I've ever ever tried in my life, you know, and, and, uh, and, and I think um, when you um, begin as a teacher, it's this... This great puzzle, and and in my own case, my enthusiasm uh, overrode my my shortcomings in knowledge and skill. But I learned right away: it's it's okay to not know when mm-hmm. somebody has a, how do I or what does this mean. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's okay to say I don't know, but let's go find out. Right, and then you you go find out, mm-hmm. and. And then there's this time where uh, I had a long period where I felt like I, I was teaching a lot in those times, and, and I was sort of in the same realm as all my students, and we were both learning mm-hmm. at the same time from different ends of the problem, you know? And now, um, you know, and I, when I started teaching, I was the youngest one in my class, you know? And and it's amazing <laughs> and now I'm the oldest <laughs> except for a few and and, um, and well with young people you know I, what's that uh, what's that that famous poetry book the wasteland was that Ray, T S, that S. Eliot <inaudible> uh-huh and, and I've tried reading that thing about 20 times and 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 then I realized he is trying to bore you with all of these references from from uh, cultures that are no and languages that no longer exist uh-huh. and that's how I feel like a lot of our folk music is hmm. you know it's like I was just at a th- thing earlier tonight kind of a community gathering up in Northbrook and there was some older folks and some children and the kids had never heard home on the range mm-hmm. they didn't know it and hmm. there's nothing wrong with that but it makes me feel like a a page in a T.S. Eliot book, you know. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you know, we've lost the references And in 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 our culture. You know, we're we're music is no longer part of the cultural arts. Mm-hmm. It's a brandable right. piece of merchandise. And and when when um, you know, I was just in Tennessee and. Doing my laundry, and they had some music program on, and you know I got people in guitar three that can play the guitar better than that guy. Uh But he has a look. You know he's making his thing. God bless him, you know. And but he is the personality being sold. Right. It's not like he's making a piece of art for me to go reference to inform me. It's for him. It's for. It's all about. It's all about that product, you Mm -hmm. know. And. And I guess music business has always been about that, but mm-hmm. but all across the country, little arts organizations are drying up because mm-hmm. you know there's no money for them. There's no funding. The arts world has been cut. Uh, our uh, our in Illinois, our there is no arts. Uh-oh. I mean, we have no budget, and 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 you can have the conversation with people. And you will lose every time when you say art's, everyone agrees art's important, but we're just not going to pay for it. Mm-hmm. You know, here, here's some, you know, and, and somewhere there's this huge disconnect, I think. And there's, there's just so much waiting to be learned. And, and every person walking down the street, they know a thousand songs. They have stories. They know about religion. They know, they've written books. They, you know, mm-hmm. and here we are with the things on going like this. Know? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I am slow to that, but um, but
0: but uh, is it, is the, it,
1: where's the resonance in yeah. that? Is is my question? You know.
0: Is it, is it heavy on your shoulders knowing you've kind of experienced that resonance? There, you know, these songs and you've known these people who
1: well you now yeah, you're, right. you're and the job going is how, to the how do you how do you how do you connect with people that mm. I mean everyone in this room here tonight knows this music because we love this music we're a part of this community but one of my favorite things is to is to go to a place where I don't know anybody and Uh just stand there and play and see if I can can capture them you know and and involve them somehow and and I think in general our folk music world really has social anxiety (laughs)
2: problems
1: because they just want to stay together Uh and don't let anybody else in you Mm -hmm. know and and I go, no, you got to... You know, I kept telling them, we'd go to these conferences, I'm saying, get a keg of beer. Right. And they go, but all those other people will show up. I go, that's right. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, but they won't listen. That's correct. <laughs> you know, but, you know... Bring them in. Do something. Uh-huh. You know, I I like... Take action, right? Mm-hmm. We take action, and we have to... You have, that's what Pete Seeger did. Right. right? He went out, and... Um, and I and I like I like that part of this. because mm-hmm. and, and I reached this point where maybe ten years ago or something, I started doing a lot of my own songs. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's a totally mortifying experience. Uh-huh. You know, it's just you are revealing yourself. Right. And and then, you know, and there's some guy who's written all these great songs sitting right over there and you go, Oh, are they good? Mm-hmm. And then at some point it got so I got so you know, I was getting rashes and stuff, yeah. worrying about it. And I go, you know what? You don't have to like it. <laughs> <laughs> it it's that simple. These are my songs. I like them. These mm-hmm. are my stories. And and, and 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 then I realized also that I'd been doing this a while. I'm fairly competent mm-hmm. in my you know, and what all that worry came from nothing. And, and and it was very liberating. Oh, these are my songs. You can like them. You can leave. I don't care. Right. I'm going to get, sing in tune as best I can. I'm going to try to accommodate the people that are listening here. I'm trying to be nice to them when I'm finished doing my work, and then I'm going home, and then I'll do it again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know. And it's that to me. It's become that simple. Uh-huh. You know. And I like it. I like it a lot. And and. Uh, and, uh, and I think, you know, it's uh, our, our conversation started with Bob Dylan and his guitar and his songs. Right. I mean, here, here's me, I've got my banjo and my, yeah. my guitar, and, and, and I, I, in a way, to me, that's kind of a medium. You know? mm-hmm. I'm not a band. Yep. I'm a guy, and I mm-hmm. like to tell stories, and I like to teach people, and I like to learn from
0: people, too. That's where I do my learning. I, I I was wondering if, before before we go, if you could do one of the, the standards. I know you've done a few standards for a oh, while. Oh, sure.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I love that music.
0: When did you get into that? That came a little later? Well, Grandma liked those songs. They were always around.
1: And um, I don't know, I guess I've always been a melody and a harmony guy. And when you think about it, if you grew up in Appalachia, mm-hmm. old-time fiddle music would be your, your family music, mm-hmm. or, or, or uh, spirituals and church music, certainly. And, and we grew up with the radio, and we uh-huh. grew up with Nelson Eddy and Jeanette McDonald, and my dad loved Nat King Cole, mm-hmm. and, and those melodies were always very captivating to me. And, and I'm still learning about these chords, like, for example, this is an old Irving Berlin song that Al Jolson used to sing in the twenties, mm-hmm. and I heard that chord right there. That's an F. This one—it's so sophisticated. I could—I found the fingering before I knew what it was called. It's called a C augmented fifth. And uh, But it, it, when I hear that, those two together, it kind of makes me want to smoke, you know? <laughs>
0: be in black and white and have a cigarette. <laughs> right. If I only had a match
1: All my cares I'd soon forget All I'd need would be a match if I had a cigarette If I had a cigarette I could make those smoke rings curl Then I'd really be all set If I only had a girl If I had someone like you to come home to each night In a cozy bungalow we'd know such sweet delight We could have a family and a little garden patch all of this would surely be if i only had a man. If I had someone like you to come home to each night In a cozy bungalow We'd know such sweet delight We could have a family In a little garden patch, <laughs> all of this would surely be if I only
2: had
1: a, 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 a mad-
0: Finish up. I'll be out back. It seems like you got some ideas, by the way. You're we tuning have, your guitar. We have time
2: for one more. We've got
0: time for one more. Um, just want to also say thanks everybody for coming out. It's been a real pleasure, and uh, sharing this conversation with you. And thanks to the Grafton Pub for doing this. Uh, thanks for some of our regulars here in the audience, uh, and for the new people. And we appreciate you all. Um, and Jim Picard on sound. Yes, Thank you, yes. brother. Yes. Jim's doing a great job. And be sure to tip Megan, your bartender, well. And uh, well, Mark, thanks. We didn't use that banjo. I don't know what no, we're going to well, do. you've got
1: to be prepared. But... <laughs> thanks so much. It's Thank been a you. real pleasure. What a pleasure, Dan. Always yeah. fun to sit with you. And thanks and, for
0: all, all your mentorship through this oh, show. You've helped yeah. a lot. Thank you.
1: Well, it's, this is... Uh, this is a uh, the title song of the new record called "Let Love Go On." It was inspired by a Carl Sandburg poem, and um, and if you're familiar with a man named Coleman Barks, uh, maybe not. Um, are you familiar with uh, the poetry of Jalaluddin Rumi? Okay, welcome to Chicago. <laughs> well, Coleman has spent the last 30 years translating the poetry of uh, Rumi, who's, a, I believe, a 12th century mystic poet. And, uh, and uh, beautiful, beautiful stuff. And he recites these poems. Rumi never wrote anything down. His students wrote them down. He was a person called a whirling dervish where they'd spin and get into a trance, and then he'd just start talking, and very profound stuff. And anyways, Coleman, when he performs Rumi's poetry, he always does so with music, and uh, sometimes a tabla player, or a sitar. Uh, There's a great record of him reciting with uh, the Paul Winter consort, which is just unbelievable. Anyways, Coleman had a stroke uh, recently and uh, his his voice is this thick southern, Chattanooga, Tennessee you know, and I heard him on tape before I ever saw his picture and when I finally saw his picture I was absolutely stunned to find out that he was a white man because his voice was so thick and beautiful and since his stroke, his He's, he's lost some of his robustness, but um, his impact is, in a, in a way, even stronger. And he did a TED Talk just a couple of months ago, and, uh, and he uh, said a very profound thing. He said, uh, in, these, in these times of secular violence, What's necessary is the opening of the heart. and There are three meaningful ways towards opening of the heart. And one is prayer. That's the first one. The second one is meditation. And the third one is conversation with the self. This is where the opening begins. And he said... Surely in these times of secular violence the opening of the heart is the way out of this, right? Let love go on. In every hour every day let love go on let love go on till all of the answers can be made let love go on let love
2: go on let
1: the love of this hour pouring down let love go on let love go on clean as a crystal waterfall in the sun let love go on let love go on when all of the money and the blood is gone let love go on let love go on let the tick of the clock wind itself down
2: let love go on
1: let love go on let the beat of your heart be all around, let love go on, let love go on, with so little time, so much to be done, let love go on, let love go on, in every eye Every day, let love go on. 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 Thanks for coming out, everybody. Thank you so much. See you around.